You know I love some mindset work and you know I'm a fan of positivity, but that doesn't mean that there isn't space for all of our human experience, including the not so upbeat stuff and well, the downright crappy stuff. The truth is sometimes things feel tough, whether it's a situation in the world, a curveball that life's thrown at you or a challenge in your life, health, motherhood, relationships or business that you just can't quite seem to solve. The fact is that not everything is rosy all of the time. But what's the answer then in the hard time? Do we spray positive thinking all over it and hope it just goes away? Nope, that's not going to work. Do we just throw our hands up in the air and say, fine, I guess I'll just have to accept things are shit and maybe this is just my lot in life? No, that doesn't feel good either. So what do we do when things feel hard? Let's explore this together today because there is so much joy, abundance, well-being and beauty available to you in your life, my love even if that doesn't feel true for you right now. And there's one thing that I know for sure. You, my love, have more power than you realize. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast. I'm your host, Cory Javid, money mindset expert, success coach, mother, tea drinker, energy obsessed, manifester, afternoon bath lover, and thought leader in financial empowerment for mums. I know that we get to be successful because we are mothers, not in spite of it. And so around here, we do things differently. I've torn up the business rulebook and created a new paradigm for us, one in which we create results using energy instead of effort. I'm on a mission to help you ditch the old way of creating success. You know the one where you work hard, hustle, and sacrifice, ew, (laughs) and instead teach you how to increase your impact and income without increasing your hours and how to manifest your dreams. So if you're a mother who's ready to learn how to elevate your energy to start making bank and start living your limitless life, this is your podcast, my love, and I'm your new biz bestie. Join me as we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. It's me, Cory Javid from CoryJavid.com, money mindset expert and success coach for mothers with online businesses. That's me. You know, that's what I do. Um, I'm just going to get straight in here and say that this is not what we had planned and scheduled for this particular episode slot, but I just felt really called to bring you a very particular message today, um, giving you some guidance for any time that things feel hard. We'll get into some examples, whether it's in business, in life, personally. Um, I just know that sometimes things come up that are a struggle or are a challenge and we can feel a bit as a loss of what to do. And incidentally, this is episode 222 and I looked up the angel numbers because that's the sort of woo-woo thing that I do. And it said, well, what I found in the Google um, from chicagoreader.com, I like to quote my sources, is that 222 is a message of hope representative of balance, harmony, life choices, commitment, compromise, and trust. It's a sign that you can build on your current situation, current situation, not perfect situation. 
I'm obviously interjecting my own little bit there, <laughs> to achieve your goals and more. And I thought, wow, that's really perfect, actually. So so these things have combined with, um, as I'm recording this, and I would have liked to have maybe got this message to the podcast sooner. However, we work um, in advance, or all our team and processes are set up in such a way. So this might feel a little bit kind of late to be addressing this, but I just want to start by acknowledging the situation that is going on um, with Ukraine and Russia and just start by sending so much love out to everyone um, that's impacted or affected by that. But not only, um, this isn't in only a response to that situation, but any time that things feel hard, I think one of the things that we have to be careful about when we are, you know, keen on doing mindset work, when we see the benefits of thinking positively and using positive affirmations, all those things are great. And there still needs to be space in our life as humans for the not so perfect, the not so wonderful, the negative sometimes. And I never want the message of this podcast to seem that the answer is just to surface level positive think over the top of it because that's not it. Um, yes, our mindset is powerful. Yes, thinking positively can be of huge benefit and we need to honor and acknowledge that sometimes life throws a curveball. Sometimes life is actually just a bit shit. Let's just say that. Um, and I'm not saying that that's um, necessarily true of where you are right now, or I don't know what your situation is and what life has been delivering to you. But I just know that as a mother, as a business owner, as a human walking this planet, there are things that come up that can be difficult to deal with in the moment. And so I just wanted to make today's podcast that message of hope, that invitation to trust, um, but also give you some specific and practical things that you can do when things feel hard. So, um, so let's get at it. So whether, so, you know, if you're listening to this, if you felt compelled to listen to this, it's possibly something in your life is feeling hard right now. Um, whether that is, you know, the situation with, um, unrest and well it goes beyond unrest at this point doesn't it and I don't know obviously at the time in which this will be published versus when I'm recording it things that may have escalated um, significantly um, with Ukraine and Russia but you know that is one situation that may or may not be you know impacting you energetically and or otherwise um, I have some clients whose husbands partners kids themselves have had COVID and that you know can take its toll both physically of course but also you know it can be energetically draining um, and then also you know let's not undermine the challenge or the difficulty that can be felt when something in business isn't going well. And sometimes in, sometimes, you know, in light of larger things going on in the world, we can feel like, oh, well, you know, who am I to be over here complaining, grumbling, feeling a bit poo about um, this particular challenge in my business. But equally, challenges there are in business sometimes. Sometimes it can feel difficult to continue believing or we can be wondering why we started this or we can be thinking, you know, is this going to be possible for me? And that's um, something that I hear a lot, particularly from women in the um, earlier stages of business. It's um, can sometimes be difficult to maintain belief and belief is such a key part of success, right? So, um, so all of that just to say that it kind of doesn't matter what particular flavor of 
hard is for you right now. It doesn't really matter whether it, you know, it's a large thing or comparatively compared to something else going on in the world, it's small. What matters is that if something is feeling hard right now, we need to start by acknowledging it. And also I'm here to just hopefully inject some light and some steps that you can take and some feeling of um, actually things can improve and I have some power within this and we'll get into all of that. So so that's why today's episode is a little bit different, a combination of all of those things together. But let's get right into it. So let's start with what to do when things feel hard. And like I said, that could be anything. Um, first thing, I think this one gets um, glossed over too easily and too quickly is we can just ignore the feeling or expect ourselves to feel better or trying to deny our feelings. So if something in life, business, whatever is feeling hard right now, the very, very first thing that I would encourage you to do is just to honor where you are. Honor it. It doesn't necessarily mean that you want it to continue. And I think that's something that once we're into mindset work and positive thinking and all those things, that's a kind of trap that we can set for ourselves. We can believe that denying our experience is the key to kind of creating something better. And, you know, that saying, what you resist persists. So the very first thing we can do is actually just acknowledge. Acknowledge if something is feeling hard for you and accept it. You don't have to justify it. You don't have to feel bad about the fact that something is feeling hard try not to fall down the spiral of making it mean even more than you've already made it mean um, in your life, you know, in terms of that ripple effect that we can create, a negative ripple effect if we're not careful of like, and then this, and then it means also this, and this, and this, and this, and that sort of uh, catastrophe chain reaction if we're not careful. Um, but just simply starting with honoring it, honoring it and just acknowledging it, saying, yes, this particular thing that's going on, out there or in here or wherever feels hard right now. Just acknowledging that. Sometimes just actually taking a moment to give yourself permission to feel that feeling is in itself a relief. Just taking a moment to be labeling the feeling, whatever that is coming up for you right now. Maybe it feels difficult, different to hard. Maybe it's frustrating. Maybe it's challenging. Maybe it's um, worrying, whatever labeling it and acknowledging it is actually a way of living in alignment with yourself. And when we try to ignore how we are feeling about something, when we try to ignore something that's feeling hard or feeling like a challenge, what we end up doing is just pushing it further down. And that does not serve us because it creates an energetic block within us. It kind of adds to the kind of, for want of a better word, crud. <laughs> that we end up storing our inside of ourselves because it's not fully acknowledged. It's not then therefore processed because how can we process it if we're not acknowledging it? And it just sort of stagnates energetically within us um, and ends up then adding to anything else that's going on in there that doesn't feel great. Um, and then we can end up piling more on top of it. So starting there with labeling. I find labeling really useful thing. I learned this actually through parenting. I think it was a parenting book in terms of I, something I had to work on as a mom. Let me know if you've been here is really overriding my instinct. I don't know if it's instinct or programming or what, but you know, felt instinctual, my instinct to always try and um, jump in and fix all of my daughter's problems to jump in and make her 
negative emotion a better one <laughs> or remove it. Um, jump in and remove discomfort. Jump in and um, help her avoid something that's anything other than beautiful and wonderful. It's something that I still work on. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I, I it's something that I'm working on as a parent. And through that work, I kind of discovered this technique of just um, in the moment when our child is experiencing a negative emotion, labeling it, just sitting with it and labeling it. And when we label it, we give it space. We allow it to be there. We don't make it wrong because we've given it a label and we've given it some space. And it gives me something to do to stop myself to metaphorically sit on my hands and stop myself from jumping in to try to make it better. Um, so I think we need to have a similar approach with ourselves and uh, you know, it might be worth reflecting on as you're listening to this. When was the last time that you gave yourself permission to feel truly how you're feeling when something came up that wasn't either wasn't super positive or wasn't necessarily a feeling that is in alignment with your um, perception and other people's perception, actually, most importantly, of your personality. Um, I've had people say to me before, oh, it's not like you to be stressed. And well, yeah, that's true. Just that statement can actually be an interesting one because it's kind of not giving me in that moment permission, not that I need permission from somebody else, but if I took it this way, it, I could take it as not having permission to be stressed or making it wrong that I'm experiencing a sensation of stress. Now, we've talked about stress and my relationship with it on the show, and that's kind of not really the point. The point is allowing ourselves to acknowledge where we are and giving ourselves space for that, um, even if it's in discordance with how we normally are or what we would like to be true of ourselves in a normal situation. Um, so start there, my love. Um, the second thing that we can do when things feel hard is to be extra gentle with ourselves. Oh, my days, we can be such bitches to ourselves, can't we sometimes? We've talked before on this show about that inner critic, that inner bitch, as I call her, who just really can trash talk us if we're not careful about all manner of things. Um, and I think even if that inner critic isn't, it depends on what's kind of going on for you and what's feeling hard in this particular moment that you're listening to this. Um, if something is, but I'm guessing you wouldn't be listening to it if everything's, if, if everything's feeling just dandy, just save this for when it's not. Because <laughs> what we don't want to do is go in search of something to, to feel hard. Um, you get what I'm saying. So depending on the thing that's feeling difficult or hard for you right now, it's easy to make a story around that and put blame on ourselves, make ourselves wrong and start to go down kind of trash talk, pre-programmed kind of loops that we have that we um, succumb to when we're feeling a little bit emotionally vulnerable. Um, or maybe that's not the case. Maybe it's not um, triggering the kind of inner critic as such. Um, but regardless, if something in life, business, love, whatever is feeling challenging or hard, it's important now more than ever to then be extra gentle with yourself, to double down on self-care. When I say self-care, that can mean the bubble bath, the walk in the woods, um, curling up with a good book and a hot chocolate. It can be all of those things. It can also be going to therapy. It can also be getting that doctor's appointment. It can also be you know, um, taking the medication, like whatever that that needs to be true for you. Uh, and I just say that because I think sometimes self-care 
can get a bit misconstrued as it always being some sort of like fuzzy, lovely thing. And that's great. And it has that, it has a purpose and that's beautiful, especially when it allows us to tap into like joy and pleasure, which is a great way of bringing down any um, nervous system response. So actually just while we're on that, add this to the list of things that you can be doing. Um, anytime you're feeling really quite triggered or in a heightened emotional or anxiety or anxious feeling space, doing something that gets you to engage with your senses in particular helps you to get out of your head and into the moment, helps to activate pleasure and joy in your system, which brings down your nervous system response. Um, and or doing something really grounding helps you to get out of your head and channel your energy out from that kind of headspace where things can feel quite nebulous and like swirly and um, exhausting sometimes and down do something that can channel the energy down through your body into the earth I've talked about this before some grounding yoga is amazing that's one of my go-tos a walk where you're really concentrating on your feet and the connection with the earth and feeling like you're being pulled down with every step can feel really good um, standing with your feet in the sand or in the grass but literally bare feet on the earth it has an actual scientifically proven um, energetic replenishment um side effect. And um, so all of these things are great and wonderful. And anything that you can be doing to activate a sense of either groundedness and or joy and pleasure is going to help you to um, bring down any kind of like heightened response. And though I just don't want self-care and taking care of yourself and being gentle on yourself to mean only the kind of prettier, sexier things like I've just described, like a lovely bit of yoga or a lovely uh, walk in, in the woods. Sometimes it is the less sexy, and hey, let's, it should be sexy, but you know, you know what I'm saying here. Um, the less sexy side of, I don't know, sitting down and actually taking care of your finances or getting that insurance in place, or like I said, going to therapy or getting the doctor's appointment, all of those things really count too. Just taking really good care with yourself of yourself um, is really important anytime things feel hard. And unfortunately, particularly as mothers and business owners who can, let's just be honest, sometimes play the martyr. I know I've been there anyway. So speaking of myself in the past particularly, um, we can be too easy to find a sense of worth through doing things um, for others and outside of ourselves. And that has its place. And yes, it's important. And I'm not, un so I'm not devaluing that. However, um, I think sometimes when things feel hard, we can try to then ignore it or channel that energy into things around us without um, first sort of honoring where we're at, like step one, like we talked about, and without making sure that we're creating sufficient space to be gentle with ourselves and sufficient space to replenish energetically. Energetic replenishment is even more important when life or business is in a phase of being in a season or short time period or day or an hour, whatever, big or small, a time of um, challenge or particular, um, some particular difficulty or some life curveball having the energy to show up for that, meet that challenge um, or continue or keep showing up for the other people in your life. Like 
we need energy for that. And that's why um, now would be the time if things are feeling hard to really, really double down on self-care, energy replenishment, being extra kind and gentle with yourself. So being a bit watchful of what are those thought loops going on, trying to be aware of them, not necessarily jump in with them, not necessarily identify them. And what I mean by that is, you know, I can I can have thoughts that are Hor- like horrible about myself in the same way as everybody I'm human right um but I don't identify I try not to identify with them anymore I'll notice it and then I'll create a degree of separation between myself and it by going wow that was a bitchy thing that I just said to myself and even in just that moment I've labeled it as a thought not a truth um and it's so yeah so we create some distance between the thought and ourselves and just being watchful and aware of those thoughts is really half the game there um, so number one, honor where you're at. Number two, be extra gentle with yourself and focus on energy replenishment. Number three, be really mindful of inputs. We've talked about this before on this podcast. I, well, my husband and I actually made the joint decision several years ago now to stop consuming news media and news content. Um, we do not regret that decision. Let me tell you, I'm glad we did that before the pandemic because I feel like, yes, the pandemic had, you know, had its effect on us. And, and I talk here on the show about in the kind of like one of the final lockdowns that we had about feeling like I'd hit the lockdown wall. So it doesn't make us impervious to things. However, it is so much easier to manage your energy, manage your mental well-being um, when you are not allowing your your consciousness and subconsciousness to be bombarded with unhelpful, with intentionally activating, triggering, and heightened inputs. And so something to be aware of with social media, obviously, and news outlets, and they're kind of all blurring these days, that's a whole other topic, <laughs> is that they are created very intentionally to cultivate an emotional response in you. And most of the time, not a positive one, because they know that if you are in fear or worry or doubt, you're more likely to keep consuming more of that type of content. And so they hold your attention longer. And of course, they make money from your attention. So just being super mindful of whatever inputs are going in. Now, that counts for, so I've just been talking about news and media, but also, you know, those negative nancies in your life um, and, you know, people that you surround yourself with. Being really intentional and conscious of what are the inputs going in and how are they influencing, you know, how I'm feeling about this particular situation. It can make a massive difference. So um, I'm not going to tell you to stop watching the news. I mean, maybe (laughs) Um, if it's triggering you and it's not adding to your life, then do stop it. Just, you know, put it down or similarly on social media. If you are following uh, people who make you feel less successful, stop it. (laughs) Um, If you are finding you're scrolling through Instagram and with every photo that you go past telling yourself, oh, if only I had that car, if only I had that house, if only I was thinner, prettier, blah, 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 blah. It really can feed that um, enoughness monster if we're not if we're not careful and not in a good way. Um, so yeah, being really mindful of inputs and what you're consuming is really extra important when things feel hard. I would say all of the time, uh, but actually at times when things feel most challenging, most difficult, when you are needing to um, manage your energy even more vigilantly than normal, it's ever so more important. 
Um, then the fourth thing would be don't be alone in it. Um, yeah, I just, just thought to mind, misery loves company. That's not that's not the point here. I'm I'm definitely not suggesting that you go and start a, a crew of complainers and you all just sit around <laughs> complaining. Um, however, um, what I would say is, and we talked about this before here, that having a space to be witnessed in whatever is feeling challenging or hard for you right now is really important feeling like you're not alone in it can make a massive difference. So being around people who lift you up, who inspire you even through tough times, who um, are willing to share in your celebrations and your challenges, who are happy to witness you in whatever it is that you're feeling, hold space for that. And also continue believing in you and your dreams, your vision, your goals, even when it feels difficult for you. Having that support around you that you can draw upon around these times makes um, getting through any kind of challenge or um, difficulty so, so much easier. And I talk from personal experience here. I've had periods in my life where I haven't had that kind of um, support network and when you don't, it can feel all the more challenging and you can really doubt yourself so much more if you are in a silo than when you are in community with people who have similar values to you, who are willing to believe in you, who are willing to be there and raise you up and who are willing to, you know, listen, like I said, witness you when things aren't going well. So it's about having the balance there you know, having somebody to see you and celebrate with you when things are going amazingly and to also see you and um, hold space for you when things feel challenging. So don't be alone in it, whatever that looks like, whether it's, you know, offloading to a best friend with a glass of wine um, or whether that's actually being a bit, um, depending on what the, is feeling hard for you right now, but being around a peer group of women who just get it, who understand where you're at, who understand your vision, who don't discount your vision, who don't tell you well, actually now maybe isn't the time or actually maybe you won't be able to do that. People who don't doubt you, people who believe even bigger for you and hold that belief for you, it's really, really powerful. Makes getting through tougher and rougher patches so much easier and quicker when you have that um, collective energy around you that you've intentionally brought around around you that you can draw upon. Massively, massively beneficial. I'll give you an example from my own life. So um, obviously, the when the pandemic first kicked off, a lot of people in my personal life were, you know, really afraid, really nervous, really scared. Um, and I felt really fortunate that I have um, a really strong community that I'm a part of. Um, I'm part of Mastermind, you know this, I talk about this. And the women in there really um, helped me, particularly at the beginning, to see how we had an opportunity here to be the support, to be the light when necessary, to um, actually use the power that we have within us to create positivity during this time. Like so much of my ability to just cope with that situation as it was emerging 
and not feel um, significantly worried about it was because I had a community around me who were, you know, witnessing, yes, we were witnessing each other in the uncertainty, but we were not descending together into a negative spiral of worry. We were, you know, looking at what else can be true here, what, what where does our power exist, um, holding um, ourselves up to um, still believing in our dreams, our visions, and our goals, and choosing a different path through the, through the pandemic that happened. And so it was just, um, it's one of those times, it's like, it's the same as when you've been doing mindset work consistently, you kind of end up with this, um, my coach calls it like an energetic um, bank account that you get to draw upon during times that feel challenging, which mean that you don't end up depleted because you had a reserve there. So I really felt that obviously through my own mindset practice, which has just been a very sort of habitual, solid practice for years now, um, but also having my coach and then having my group of peers that um, were all around me, all in it together, that feeling of being in it together and choosing to decide what we get to believe is going to be true for us, choosing to still be in control of our experience of whatever else is going on outside um, was really, really impactful to me. And it meant that I was um, a lot less impacted by the pandemic than I absolutely could have been. And it felt I've stayed in my power more, which we'll come back onto in just a minute. But I just wanted to kind of like share that personal experience just in case, um, you know, if you're not part of some sisterhood, some collective, some peer community that feels very positive, very empowering, very uplifting, and you're wondering kind of like why that makes such a difference. It's during those times as much as anything that you really understand, oh, this is one of the reasons why we're here. <laughs> this is a completely different experience that we're all having here than say if I got on a group call with some of my friends who were all freaking out. Now, I'm not, don't, don't misunderstand me. I'm not criticizing people for worrying or freaking out. I will always honor anybody in whatever is the, you know, response that they're having. That was step one here, right? <laughs> um, but my point being that having the right support around you, being able to go there and being able to draw down on that energetic reserve when you need to is really, really important. It meant that I was able to show up for those friends who weren't in such a good place feeling much more resilient myself and feeling less impacted by them. Um, so yeah, so it's it's been a huge thing for me in terms of how I deal with um, hard times or things that feel challenging or a struggle. Then kind of continuing from that, but it could look different, is get support. If something feels hard, if something feels like a struggle or feels really challenging, get support. Don't struggle alone. Don't continue in isolation like, yes, surround yourself with the right people, but also sometimes we need to go further than that. Sometimes we need to pay for some support, whether that is therapy of some description or some um, other kind of mental health support or physical health support. Maybe it's literally the thing that you need that's going to help you to deal with the time. Uh, the thing that's challenging right now is getting some support with something practical in your life, getting a, a cleaner um, or gardener or whatever. I don't know. Maybe it's support inside your business um, so that you're not feeling um, drained by doing too many different things and you get to stay in your zone of genius. Maybe it's support with the your mindset so that you can um, stay on track towards 
towards your goals, your dreams, your visions, your intentions, and not feel sabotaged by whatever is the thing that's feeling difficult for you right now. Maybe it's support with getting the answers to questions that you're struggling with. You know, I could go on, but my point is, is I, I think that if we stay in a state of struggle more often than not, so it's not, it's not that nothing's ever a struggle, but if we're staying in a state of struggle, then we are to some extent not, not tolerating it. I don't want to never take this to mean that it's like, I never, never make yourself wrong. So don't misunderstand where I'm going with this. But if we're staying in a state of struggle, we are likely not getting our needs met. We are likely not allowing ourselves to ask for, make happen, or receive the support that we truly need. Now, I know that in different circumstances, sometimes that can, in and of itself, feel challenging. Sometimes, though, we need to be creative. So rather than feeling like you can't get the support that you would need, think about, how could I? So um, there's that quote, which I'm just going to completely bastardize here, <laughs> about... Um, you know, wanting better results, ask better questions. So rather than um, just assuming that you can't do something, ask, how can I? So if you are acknowledging that you're in a place where things feel hard and you can identify an element of support that would help you for things to feel less difficult or easier or even amazing, then rather than going to, but I can't because, da da da, ask yourself, how could I? If I had to, absolutely had to, and everything in the world depended on it, I would find a way to make it happen. What would that look like? Get creative with it. So um, I think more often than not, though, from, you know, my experience of working with women in business and mothers specifically in business, that's that's who I'm here to help. I think more often than not, um, we don't ask for support or we don't pay for support or otherwise secure the support that we need, not because we can't, we just feel like we can't. We either don't feel worthy of receiving that time or that investment. We don't feel worthy of making the request. We worry about putting our needs above somebody else's. Um, there's a lot that can come up there that centers around kind of worthiness and enoughness and deservingness. Um, but we can label it as circumstance or we can label it as like financial situation or whatever really easily and not really spend some time thinking about that and thinking, is that really the truth here? Or am I not getting support because it, the idea of doing that makes me uncomfortable in some way? Um, so that's something really interesting to look at. If something has been feeling hard for you for a while, particularly in business, um, then looking at kind of asking yourself that question can be really useful. Um, and actually the same is true outside of business. If something has been feeling hard for you mentally, physically, whatever else, like spiritual, emotional well-being, and you're not receiving support or, or the extent of the support that you require, I would ask yourself, why haven't you been able to do that truly? Um, and are you feeling able to vocalize that request? Are you feeling able to, you know, make that happen? Are you feeling empowered to um, seek out that support? Um, and I would start there. So just to now turn this into a more uplifting kind of conversation now because you know here's the thing with any with any hard situation like i mentioned at the beginning we need to acknowledge where we are first of all 
then we need to, if we're ever going to get back to a place of some semblance of positivity, not that we have to try to positive think ourselves out of a situation. You know, none of us managed to positive think ourselves out of a pandemic. <laughs> we were still in it, right? But we can, with whatever is going on in business, out of business, in life, whatever, with whatever is going on, we can start to influence and control to a uh, you know greater or lesser extent depending on the thing um our experience of that and we actually have way more influence on that than we can give ourselves credit for often but if we're going to start having a positive experience even within or alongside uh, some circumstance that doesn't feel positive, we have to move through neutral first. This is something that um, Brooke Castillo has talked about before on her podcast. Um, but I think it's just such a, a great way of thinking about it. We can't go swinging all the way from a feeling that is negative all the way to positive in one swoop. We have to pass through neutral. So honoring where you are, acknowledging that you might be in a negative space, however that's showing up for you, then doing those things that we talked about, being gentle with yourself, replenishing your energy, being mindful of the inputs, the content that you're, what you're consuming, what you're absorbing, um, surrounding yourself with people who will witness you, getting support. All of these things can help you get back to neutral first and then from there build into some feeling of positivity. So um, I would say the kind of like last step where it's kind of two in one is to take back your power. And we talked about this with the pandemic, taking back your power from the pandemic and not giving all of your power away to it. Um, and the same can be true for anything else that's going on um, in the world or inside your business or inside your home or whatever is having a firm footing in what is your own power and what you can control makes it easier to um, deal with and live alongside things that you can't. So we can't control what's going on out there on a wider sense, but we absolutely can control how we deal with it. We absolutely can control um, our experience uh, once we have done the things in the list above. It has to go in this order. <laughs> you see, you can't unfortunately just skip straight to um, this one. And you don't necessarily need all of them all of the time, um, but you do need to at least acknowledge and find a way back to neutral before you can reclaim your power. So what do I mean by reclaiming your power? So we can go through some different examples. Um, let's use um, the situation in um, Ukraine and Russia. Now, unfortunately, you and I probably can't do anything significant about that situation as it evolves. However, the control that we do have is how we feel about it. So we can find a way to do something that is within our power that feels like positive action, whether that be donate to a charity that's, um, you know, on the front line there or um, some other thing that you see fit that feels like a positive thing, that can be a way of taking back power. If it is something in your business, so for example, if you feel like you are sitting around at the mercy of potential clients just waiting for them to come to you, you can take back your power, you can work on your magnetic energy, you can work on how sold you feel on yourself and the thing that you do. You can work on your sales energy so that you're feeling just so excited to serve, so enthusiastic about the impact that you're going to be making on your next client's life or business or whatever is the thing that you do for them. 
Um, and then you can marry that if you choose to with some aligned action. So from that place of up-leveled energy, um, you've already taken back your power because you're like, okay, I have the power to cultivate a great energy around this particular thing. And then from there, you can say, okay, now that I'm in this, you know, enhanced, elevated, expanded, whatever feels true energy, what would be an aligned action that I can take? And maybe you feel guided to reach out to somebody. That's something that you can do, which makes you feel back in power rather than sitting around like waiting. So those are two very different examples, but both kind of illustrate how when things feel hard, often part of that is, and part of the thing that we can struggle against is this feeling that the situation is beyond our control. And while circumstances can absolutely be beyond our control, our experience can be within our control. So it's worth looking at where am I accidentally giving my power away? Don't make yourself wrong if you identify anywhere there. And how can I take it back? How can I feel more firmly rooted in my power? What could feel good? And maybe it's even something, you know, small, like it doesn't have to be grand sweeping um, gestures, whether they're energetic or action-based or otherwise. It could be actually something that helps me take back my power today is to know that for in this moment right now, my, I'll just use an example that I use, in this moment right now, my daughter is healthy and she's happy and she's safe. I can give her a hug and I can be in absolute gratitude for that and for the gift that is motherhood. You know, that is actually taking back my power because that's me choosing to place my attention on something that I can feel grateful for. So it can look like action, but it can also look like um, gratitude and taking back the power of um, our sort of emotional well-being, spiritual well-being, and experience of life. Don't misunderstand me. It's not about, like I said, what we don't want to do here is to kind of feel that taking back our power is either to leap into effort as if efforting or hustling is our way to achieve anything. And it's equally not taking back our power and denying ourselves ever having some kind of negative emotional response or negative feelings um, or situation that um, doesn't feel good. But it's about knowing what is and what is not within our power and knowing that those feelings don't have to like play out for the long run. Those don't have to create knock-on impacts that we don't desire. They don't have to control everything for us. We can absolutely be in so much more control of our experience. And so with that, with taking back our power, uh, you know I love to talk about feminine energy. So I think that's a really beautiful thing that we can do when things feel hard is to tune in to positive energy because even that word hard, that's kind of got a, a, a sort of toughness to it, a solidness to it that feels kind of, I was going to say masculine and now my brain's gone to a very <laughs> wrong place. <laughs> um, <laughs> bear with me. You know what I mean? Things feeling like a tough or a struggle, let's go with. Let's go with struggle. So I stay out of uh, dangerous innuendo territory. Um, but it, it's quite a masculine energy, right? And so, of course, at times like that, then tapping into our feminine energy for anybody who is female identifying or otherwise feels like they predominantly align with a feminine energy, 
tapping back into that and finding more semblance of balance between the energies um, can feel like an actual relief. Because sometimes one of the reasons why things do feel difficult is because we are trying to mold or shape ourselves to a model or way of operating that um, is too masculine for us and doesn't ultimately serve us when actually there is often another way. So, you know, just for example, I talk about all the time money mindset and I talk about how making money in the old paradigm, which has a very masculine energy to it, says you have to work hard, hustle and sacrifice to make more money. Well, no wonder as, you know, mothers and business owners who spend our time in motherhood at, you know, in that very feminine energy activation, it can then feel like, oh, business has to be this masculine thing. It has to be super strategic and practical action and like to use a Tony Robbins phrase, massive action and um, hustle and grind. It really doesn't marry well with that softer feminine energy. And so we can feel in a lack of congruency and like business doesn't feel like it flows for us or money making doesn't feel like it flows for us when actually all we need to do is just opt into a different paradigm a different model a different way of operating or a different belief system said a different way um whereby oh i can actually use my feminine energy i can actually use my energy instead of effort to create more money so that's just the example of making money but um really what i'm talking about is anytime something feels challenging often it's because we're kind of laboring under a way of operating that's out of alignment with our natural energetic leanings. So tapping into feminine energy and also just to note that our world is set up in a very masculine energy way because of the patriarchy. Cheers for that, guys. Um, (laughs) And so we really need to tap into our feminine energy when things feel difficult because it's what creates more balance, more harmony between masculine and energy and on the note of harmony that was one of the words that we quoted in the 222 angel number thing that we looked up so hey don't you love how things come full circle um so in terms of how can you tap into your feminine energy when things feel hard in order to soften that experience in order to be firmly in your power but firmly in your power with that balanced energy not accidentally activating and efforting hustle energy which you know typically can lead to burnout and all that kind of overwhelm jazz that none of us are a fan of around here. So thinking about nurturing, so starting with nurturing yourself, being gentle with yourself, that is in itself a feminine energy activation. Um, Looking at serving and focusing on serving, now this one comes with an asterisk after it or a caveat, if you will, because don't just jump into that if you haven't been nurturing yourself and replenishing your energy first because you will become depleted and the situation that felt hard to begin with will feel harder. Um, But if you are feeling more replenished, but the situation still, whatever that is, still stands, then find a way to be of service. That can feel like some positive action. And again, it's a way of exercising your power, but in alignment with the feminine energy. Um, And considering the balance of giving and receiving that you have. So, Being in a feminine energy means being 
open to both, being open to receive and also available to give because in order to give and to be of service and to be nurturing to others, uh, as is our more of our tendency and leaning in a feminine energy, but in order to be able to do that, we have to have something to give. So we have to be able to also receive, which comes back to, um, as I was mentioning, like having that support around you. Having, this is why community and group is really um perfect as a place for cultivating feminine energy because the very nature of a supportive group is that you both give and receive in order to be a participant in that group you know so that's why that's so effective there but tapping into your feminine energy can be a really really great way of claiming back your power but also staying in alignment with yourself and also doing so in a harmonious way and a way that doesn't tip over into hustle um, or trying to effort your way out of whatever it is that feels hard. So I hope this has been a really useful episode today, my love. And like I said, it was different from planned. I was just speaking from the heart today, just wanting to do my part of be of service here, sitting in my feminine energy. And I just was really listening to um, just clients and just kind of like listen in. This might sound woo-woo and a bit weird, but hey, it's truth, so let's go with it. I just kind of like listening energetically to where I feel like we are at as a community. Of course, acknowledging within that so much diversity and people being in all sorts of different places, but I just felt really called to address this particular topic today. And I hope that um, wherever you are at and whatever is feeling like a particular struggle or hardship or challenge for you right now, that you feel buoyed up by today's episode, that you feel um, boosted, that you know that I'm here witnessing you in that, that I'm holding space for you, that I am always believing in you, your dreams, your ability to create a beautiful impact on the people that you serve, on the community around you believing in your ability to achieve anything that you desire. It's still all on the table for you. You still get to create your experience. You still get to be cultivating a better and better and better life for yourself. And when we do that for those around you, and that's how we can be of most service on this earth is by spreading that. But you have to start with you. You have to be doing those things we were talking about today, honoring where you're at, being gentle with yourself, getting around people who can lift you up. Um, getting any support you need and then ultimately taking back your power so um that's been my wish for you today i hope you feel that message i hope you feel served by this and i hope that that 222 number has been interesting to you today and that the message of let's go back to it actually just to kind of requote it again a little bit um of hope of balance of harmony of commitment compromise and trust and also this being a sign that you can build on your current situation to achieve your goals i hope that is something that you are feeling you have really heard today um never forget my love um, through difficult times as well as amazing times and everything and all the things in between you are now as ever and always will be limitless bye for now so my love you know what they say sharing is caring if you loved today's episode then help a mother out I would be so grateful if you would take a screenshot of this episode in your podcast player right now and post it to your Insta stories, tagging me at Cory Javid and help me get the word out that we get to be successful because we're mothers, not in spite of it. 
let's save as many other mothers in biz as we can from this old paradigm of hustle, effort, and sacrifice. And let's spread the word on energy over effort, shall we? Thanks, love.